I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare, acknowledges the Ghana people as the traditional custodians of the land and water on which this podcast is recorded and produced. Welcome to Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. The podcast for the mother who is flying by the seat of her footy jocks. Oh, footy jocks. They'd be slightly smelly, I imagine. But (laughs) the reason they're footy jocks is because we've got a very special guest who we spoke to. Her name is Erin Phillips. She is a dual Olympian and WNBA star, AFLW star, mother of three, and a wife. She's a pretty snazzy lady. She is a snazzy lady. Snazzy. I'm sure she'd love that we described her as snazzy. snazzy. Erin. Erin. Erin's snazzy. So please enjoy Erin Phillips. Enjoy Erin. Okay. Enjoy Erin Please Phillips. enjoy Erin Phillips. In your ears. In all her glory. In, yes. That's right. Wait. Okay, now, from the beginning. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. Hey, go on, love. I'm going well. How are you guys going? Smashing all right. Yeah, we're good. We are smashing everything. Um, <laughs> thanks for asking. Heaps things out the pub. Uh, I think you'll find that we're very popular with our audience. Oh. And, um, <laughs> I, already, to, I already know. Your, your show is sold out <laughs> again. I'm saying to Erin Phillips, radio star and uh, most recently, Captain, new Captain. Yes. Oh. <gasps> Born out a lady. That's not even the song, is it? Luck be a lady tonight. Is that the one you try to do? I think okay. we should definitely change it to that song. Thank you. So congratulations. <laughs> this is really exciting for you. That's massive news. Everybody knows about it. Yes. Uh, I'm obviously uh, ecstatic. It was it's a club that my dad played for and he got to captain as well. So it's um, special in so many different ways, special for it being an inaugural women's team and getting to lead that. It's really special. So yeah, I'm. I'm kind of just, uh, you know, living the dream, Dal. Living the dream and flying off the seat of my pants. I think is what you guys say. So good girl. Yeah. <laughs> so when you found out, did you? How did you celebrate? Did you cry? Yeah, I was. I mean, I was really emotional. I think honestly, I was more in shock. I heard the words and I couldn't really process it. Yeah. Um, it was a. It was a massive deal, and so. Yeah, it was very emotional and then not long after I found out my dad was at training and I stitched him up by getting a camera and a hidden microphone on me when I told him the news as well. So safe to say, yeah, dad cried more than more than me 
Um, go on to Erin's Instagram page. There is a video of that and it is yeah. a beautiful moment. Oh, so nice. Very, very special. Oh, man, that would have been amazing to share that moment with your mm. with your dad following in the, I was going to say family business. It's not really business. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's what people want, don't they? And the parents are yeah. like, oh, I just want the yeah. son to take over the farm. Yeah. And you are literally, but you've achieved something that, that is quite niche to like. Very niche To try and do that mm. the exact same thing I would say is near impossible but you, you know what I mean and be a female well honestly it was something even just playing for Port Adelaide was a dream of mine growing up mm. and that's amazing I, not in a million years do I think that would ever be possible and it almost was possible when they uh, tried to get a license they didn't get it and so then I joined the Crows and to be honest I thought well you know, I'll never play for, for Port Adelaide. I'll probably be retired by the time uh, all 18 clubs get a licence yeah. for their female team and, you know, I, I'll finish up at the Crows, which for me wasn't, a, I mean, wasn't a bad thing. I loved my time at the Crows and, you know, that would have been fine as well. But to, like, think back of when I was so little and mm. hanging over my the fence at watching my dad's team play and I, I just thought they were all like gladiators and I just yeah. was like wow like imagine playing for Port Adelaide now and you're the gladiator here we are <laughs> yeah well I've got my teammates and I are the gladiators you know for the young kids as well absolutely so, it's so um, good because young girls actually get out. to see that and see what they can be rather than like many years ago looking over and seeing guys that you look up to, mm. they can now be that and that's the best thing. Yeah. And it's all these girls, even girls that are, you know, quite delicate and things like that that are playing. It's not just girls that are happy to jump in and be a bit rough and ready with brothers mm. and things like that. It's all of them. Ex-ballet dancers. Ex-ballet and... dancers. Actually, yeah. that would be really helpful yeah. on the um, – on Light the, on your feet. On the oval, <laughs> on the field. What are you saying? Just so you know. Oh. I know nothing about football, just so you know. So if I do yeah. something actually embarrassing stupid, how Aaron, much she doesn't know. It's embarrassing, very. Um, well, yeah, look, I can see uh, like ballet, footy, pretty much no difference. Yeah, so. okay, exactly. <laughs> do you know, it's, it's funny actually. I just said to um, one of my colleagues downstairs, I said, to, oh, Dave, yeah, we're interviewing Erin Phillips. And he goes, well, yeah, yeah, she's just a, she's the new captain of, uh, of Port now, isn't she? And I said, yeah, yeah. He goes, that's been her dream for a while. <laughs> and I was like, Dave in the store how knows. How does Dave know that it's been her dream for a while? Erin knows mm. Dave. They Everyone, go way back. Everybody knows. <laughs> Probably because like, I've been saying it for like my whole young uh, young childhood. Yeah, pretty much. So Brilliant. Well, welcome to the show, Erin. Just going to go through a couple of things. We have Erin Phillips for those people um, who are listening overseas who might not know who Erin is. She's a dual Olympian, WNBA star, AFLW star, mother of three and a wife, all those things. There's a lot. That's There's a lot of, a lot of mm. things that you've accomplished and experienced in your life. Yeah, it makes me feel like I haven't done much. <laughs> what have I been doing my, my whole life? <laughs> no. Like you say, you say all those um, sporting um, records, but then you say mother of three and everyone goes, oh, my gosh, oh, yes. poor kid. <laughs> more, no. Yeah. More importantly, yeah, mother of three. That's full yeah. on. To, to yeah. ta- do you find that really difficult managing all these things that you do or do you, have you got it down to a fine art now? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, not um, and if anyone has the, the right answer or the right recipe, let me know because I think that's the constant challenge of my life and my wife Trace's life is finding a balance. And for me, someone who is, is really busy and um, tries to manage uh, you know, a lot of different aspects of my life and it's something I'm constantly trying to work out and I, do I always get it right? No, but um, I try to just make sure that when I'm home and where I'm at the places I'm I'm meant to be, I'm present and I can mm. make sure that I'm, yeah. when I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids and, and my phone's not going crazy, um, distracting me with that's that's our time. So, you know, it's like I said, it's a, it's a constant juggle it's something I'll always be working at, and I think as as parents, it's just something that you're constantly always striving to be to be good at, right? 
Yeah, mm. true. No matter what you do, maybe you could take a leaf out of Erin's book with the why? Because you're always you're like, I'm on holiday, but I'm coming up with notes for motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. <laughs> you can get stuffed. She just went on holiday recently and sat in her ass and did nothing. And I was disgruntled at home, going, you know what? She's having a really great time. I think she could put that time to good use, making notes for motherhood, a beautiful I'm on nightmare. Holiday. I'm going to send her an audio message. I'm going to spark that, you know, that level of thought pattern is difficult to. Remember to put your phone off. It doesn't matter what you do. I think yeah. just in general as a, as a human being we need to learn those skills of mm. detachment mm. from the device because it yeah. rules our I, lives. Well, I think, Tamara, you were just laying back, relaxing, getting content for the show. I mean, that's what you were doing, right? I, I was observing all the money. Drinking cask wine. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a terrible cask wine. No, I thought I'd get one because it would last the distance, right? I thought I'd put it in the fridge. And nowadays cask wines are a little bit better. Have you noticed? Have you tried any cask wines? I'm not uh, Okay, should I be smart? Whatever. (laughs) We drink out of a bottle. Yeah, okay. I do normally. But this time I'm like, I was in Queensland, so I'm like, when in Rome. Uh, So I got a cask and it was horrible. It was really bad. Mm. But I kept drinking anyway. I kind of want to say it serves her right. Shut up. Anyway. Persistent. She's so lovely. (laughs) So mum of three and you have a wife. I would love to know because I I know a couple of mums who are, you know, same-sex marriage at school and I've always wanted to ask them but I don't know them well enough to maybe ask them. I don't want to offend them or anything. So basically what Tamara wants to do Mm -hmm. is get all all the answers to these juicy questions that have have been laying dormant in her. On a podcast. Dying to know. Let's go far away. No, I was just going to say. <laughs> You're going to ask me, what do you do on Father's Day? Uh, wait, you. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, not at all. That's dumb. I was going to ask because <laughs> women generally, it's, it's a bit of a sweeping statement, mm. I guess, but excellent multitaskers and organisers. Do you just get shit done all the time between the two of you? Is it like, yeah, we've got this sorted? Oh, Tracy's great well, like that, isn't she? Yes, yes. She's so organised. Oh, my God. She's so organised and she embarrasses me with how organised she is. Um, to the detriment of herself, though, she's a bit OCD, like, oh isn't she, Sarah? like you go into our pantry um, and you open it up and things are in, like, height order and they're in, like, but size. I appreciate that. It takes one to are... know one. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, I'm literally terrified of going in there. In case you pull out the wrong forbid. I put something that's not in the right height order back, then, yeah. well, well, we'll have to have a sit-down chat about it, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> All in the same containers, like the see-through little... But they look nice. Oh. You, nothing's wrong with being organised. I think this is a really healthy thing, and I, and I know that about Tracy, oh. and I am exactly the same, and, I, and I, it fills me with immense joy that she does that. All right, cut it out. Clearly, clearly, it doesn't fill Erin with any joy whatsoever. (laughs) Dad can't go in and touch anything. Oh, for God's sake. I sometimes just throw stuff in, like I open the door and then throw the bread to the back of the walk in. Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. And that's what I do. And then (laughs) I get a a lecture on. Well, this is how the bread goes stale because it okay. wasn't with it wasn't in the letter B for bread. And you forgot you know to tie a nice little thing around to keep the bread nice and fresh. But you must uh-huh. at least not sit there and watch the kettle boil like my husband does. Like the, I feel like some blokes will just they'll sit there and they'll wait for the kettle to boil and stand there or the toast to pop. Whereas I yeah. am, I'll put it on, but then I'll go and do something else and then do something else. You mm. know, like can I? So what you're trying to mm. say is two women in a household. You feel like would they'd be, be so efficient, so efficient. They get stuff done they're they're understanding and this is one thing right it's just straight down the line here women like to feel understood and heard by one another and that's the thing when you're in a when you're in a relationship with your other half if it's if he's a male you feel often misunderstood because there are different species but when you're in a same-sex relationship they get you you hope, mm. right? Is that yeah, you know what? <gasps> Ab- absolutely. You, you're spot on. I'm not going to argue anything you said, although it does put pressure on you because now there's all these expectations that you'll oh, get to know all this stuff. And yes. I'm like, even though we are of the same sex, we are really different. Yeah, yeah. And like we're so different. But our like morals are all the same. And we have our like, like Tracy's the clean, you know, organiser. And I'm the chef. Like I make sure dinner's sorted and food's all, all good. That's like kind of my... 
um, you know, that's the part I play. I've not really been in the laundry. Tracy loves to do washing. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. I won't fight you there. You do, yeah. you do the laundry and I'll just stick to the like, cooking and kitchen stuff. Um, but there's this, there's this expectation now as people think that, oh, well, you girls, you think the same. Whereas like, no, not always the case. And that's, the ex- <laughs> that's the extension of it though, right? Two very different people, no matter what sex you are you've you are two different people different style oh, yeah, signs yeah. different personalities mm. and that's you know a clash for di- oh, look she's not leaving the toilet seat up with her she we is she <laughs> can you imagine if she did oh I'm God. Just so confused. you'd be like what is she, what's going on <laughs> she's doing it to mess with your mind <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna start doing that to kai i'm gonna leave it up because he often leaves you need to get a she we Okay. Well, can't you just squat backwards over it? I'm sure you could kind of aim and get it. You would spray something shocking. Yeah. Is having an argument, is that hard? Because I feel like, you know, if I, you know, if we were having an argument, we would mm-hmm. never end for a start and then we'd both be a bit, you know, maybe passive aggressive later. Like we'd be Very doing the same thing. <laughs> like, Very passive aggressive. Yeah. You know, giving each other the silent treatment, you know. Yeah. Answering her call later. Analyzing stuff way too much. <laughs> Gee whiz. <laughs> I, I just know that I never want to fight with you guys. <laughs> yep. And correct answer to that question. Let's move on to Father's Day. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so suffice to say, you know, yeah, that's right. Everyone's different. They've got their own little weird things that they all do. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Does mm-hmm. it at the end of the day? Getting on to football because this is exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chanel, you look worried about. Oh, what no, I'm, I'm trying to read your handwriting. Don't, sorry. Don't, okay, don't read my questions. It's still my errand questions. <laughs> so, what is the best thing or the the pro, I suppose, about being a captain of a football team? Like, what things do you get to do that you secretly are like, yes, I get to do that. No one else gets to do that. Oh, perks, well, perks. the perks. Well, you you know, you think there might be a car space out front of training that's closest to the door. Yes, but nope, none of that. Um, oh, okay. She's going to put Honestly. her money in on her ticket. Okay, I'm, I'm making a list here. Con, tip. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, um, there's a lot of responsibility as a captain, but um, we also have what we call a leadership group. So I have four other teammates around me that form our leadership group. I have a vice captain. Uh, in case if I don't play, they become the captain uh, on the game day. And to be honest, my uh, I've thrown a lot of responsibility amongst all of us um, to make good. sure that our responsibility is a collective and that we make the decisions together. So it's it's not a dictatorship where I'm out the front going, this is happening, this is happening, we've got to do this. Like the leadership group is so important to make those decisions together because for me they have different ideas than I do and different perspectives and I think that's important for me to understand different um like I said, different ideas that can can help me grow in it as a leader. You know, the the one thing that people ask me is what makes a perfect leader. And I think leaders aren't always right, and that but they're always striving to to be better and to understand mm-hmm. and, and evolve. So um, yeah, for me, there's besides going out and getting to run the team out uh, on the game day, which is obviously really special, and to toss the coin when you're before the game, and which I have a really horrible record for. So maybe <laughs> had they known that prior, I may not have been voted in as captain. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's really special. But I, honestly, those little things, the, the responsibilities, I make sure that I do um, share around and and because it benefits me as well. But you know what, as you can actually um, put that kind of ethos into any kind of working environment, Mm. that a good leader is a good delegator and a good communicator. Mm. They're not someone that sits at the top and takes all the credit. They're not someone that just holds on to all the glory. They're not someone that is very poor time managing, that doesn't know how to get the best out of everyone else around them. That is a sign of a good manager, whether it is a football field or a basketball court or a bloody insurance company it mm. all because a bloody insurance <laughs> a bloody insurance company. oh well screw them we all know about those you know <laughs> or a mechanics trade look yeah. a garage um it's all the same thing about that that's what a good leader is they're mm. the right qualities and often people get promoted to these kind of positions mm. because they've been somewhere long enough or they're good at what they do but they're, they're not see ac- but they're not actually good, no. pe- good people for those roles no mm. so good yeah. on you 
Yeah, you're obviously yeah. are. <laughs> and and I think it's good. Like obviously, um, like leadership and motherhood is the same, right? Because um, you're always you're you're constantly getting your kids coming to you with issues or problems, or they just want to figure something out. And so rather than me saying, "Okay, you have to do this, you should do this," my question to the leadership group to players is okay well what would you do in the situation what do you think is the right thing make sure that they start thinking mm. laterally and trying to yeah. problem solve themselves because it's easy for me to say oh, I think you should do that and then go off and do it but for them to come to that decision to make their own mind up to help them get there that to me is the leadership part which I really love is is helping those those people get to where they need yeah. to go or, or yep. solve that um, particular issue so there's a lot of great perks of obviously being captain and, and obviously at Port Adelaide, if you are captain, you get to wear the traditional number one jumper, which uh, all captains, only the captain gets to wear number one, which is, I think is an, it's an awesome tradition and something, um, you know, I love tradition. I think that's something that's really special. Amazing. So good. Oh, she's smart and kind as well. Put it to the list. <laughs> Can you tell my wife that? <laughs> we'll email her later with all the pros about Erin, Erin Phillips. Do you also get first dibs at like a foot massage um, after the game? Ooh. Like do you go, oh, I'm in first for the remedial rub down? <laughs> Does that even happen? Um, <laughs> Does that even happen? Oh, you hang up I, at any I, point, Erin. I love a good foot massage. I'm not going to lie. It's probably like my favourite Oh my god! Like massage like <clears throat> feet is just so good. Isn't that like the best? Like I get one every two weeks. I sneak off and I don't tell my husband yeah. for some weird reason. I don't know why I don't tell him, but I just omit. <laughs> Do you yeah. think that's crossing the line if you told him you're getting a foot massage? Or? I don't know. I feel like I'm being lazy or something. Like I shouldn't oh. be doing it. You know, like oh, no. I don't know. Not at all, right? I mean, he wouldn't no. care, but it's in my mind. I think it's it's all me. Could occasionally throw it back in an argument. Argument, which is, I think, what's your your reasoning behind holding it? But well, you know, you go and do this for yourself. I tell you know, you have your foot massages. You do this. Well, you know, I'm just saying. Don't want to give him any yeah. ammo, though. That's the ammo. Yeah. You pull at things that are immature, and it could just be the foot massage that. that yeah. Exactly. What does Tracy say? Yeah. We'll just go get a foot massage then. Oh, all right. Shit. <laughs> I offer my feet all the time to her and she just does, does not take them. I don't blame her. Is Tracy there? Is she in the Tracy's background? upstairs. I, I reckon she's listening right now and I'm pretty sure she's about to roast me on like letting out the OCD pantry um, out of the bag, but that's okay. And she heard my Tracy's my Tracy's my hero woman because she said to me that she goes <laughs> off and listens to the podcast and has quiet time and goes for walks around the block mm-hmm. and that's her therapy. She does. I actually, I drove past her one time when she was walking the dog. <laughs> Who had the kids? No, they were at school. She was walking the dogs. I was heading off and I was watching her walk and she was giggling as she was walking and she was listening to you guys <laughs> giggling. Did you yell something out the window? Hey, watch <laughs> yes. out. Get out the window. She, she was so just in her zone, so you do. Oh, was, I love it. She was focused. All right, more football questions. But before mm-hmm. we do, actually, no, I wanted to backpedal because I think we need to know about how you guys met Chanel and Erin way back because you've been friends for a long time, right? We were since we were 15. 15? Yes. Yeah. So not, not that long. So that's, so. Like, <laughs> so that's like 40 years. I'm only 18. Hey. hey. <laughs> I know. She's a smart No, how long is that? I can't do the math. A long time. 21 years. Yeah. yeah, well done. Beautiful, glorious mm. And she's good at math. <laughs> I was only thinking about that the other day, that I've known Chaz for 21 years. Yeah. And it's, where did you meet? She's dying for me to say this. We met at Champs Sports Store. Sports yep. Store. It sounds like Little Champs. Athletics. Champs. Little does, Athletics does, does or something. Used to be yeah. in West Lakes Mall because we're yeah. both West Side girls. Then I moved to England. And we stayed friends. We we used to. Hang I on, remember. No, no, no. Stop, Chanel. Go oh. back to the Champ Sports Store for oh, one wow. second. Yeah. So what did you used to do? Like gossip over like folding up little like. No, you know. we no. We met when we were there. Erin Erin mm. worked there before me, and then I got a job there. Mm-hmm. And then Erin used to come in all the time to because, buy sports because things. Because you were sporty. Were you at Bearcats then? No, Lightning. You're at Lightning then. Yeah, so um, we were slinging shoes and clothes, sporting gear, weren't we, Shabs? Um, wow, well, couldn't be more <laughs> proud to do that, you know. Yeah, we were. We it was the hard. sports store at Westlakes. Did you want oh, nothing to sell, sell shoes to people and be like, do you yeah. want that in an eight and a half? Yeah. Well, that yes. one has great support and just yeah. like make yeah. it. And don't worry, yeah. your foot, it'll stretch. It's not too small. <laughs> it'll stretch. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, telling kids, look, your foot's going to grow. So if you stay in that shoe, it'll just push the leather forward. You'll be fine. <laughs> You're going to get a frigging ingrown in toenail. But yeah. So when no. I when I went over to England, I remember I was standing out in front of Coles, and I was with my mum, and you were with Jules, your mum. And Erin said, "You have you not heard of this brand new technology called Skype? Skype?" And I went, "I haven't. What is it?" She goes, "We can video call." <laughs> Wow. Yes. wow. Mind, mind blown. Yeah. yeah, we could video call it. It was Erin that introduced me to that. And then when I lived in England, Erin was playing basketball in Israel and mm-hmm. I flew over to see her. Basketball. And I was terrified yes. getting on a plane by myself to Israel. I didn't know where I was going. I need I need to stop you right there. It wasn't just the plane that you were terrified of, Shaz. Okay, God, so Tamara, so she comes over, right, to Israel. So she lands in Tel Aviv. And what she didn't, doesn't realise, which I didn't realise in all fairness until I got to Tel Aviv, is that there are a lot of stray cats in, in Israel, <laughs> right? Oh. Yeah, and that's not a euphemism. There are literally stray cats. <laughs> no, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, stray cats. No, yeah. yeah. Right, just check out. And so um, we even had a, at our team, we had a mascot that was a cat that would like greet all of our fans. Its name was Electra, all right? The same, the mascot, so our team was Ramata Sharon. We oh, were wow. the Electra, where Electra was our um mascot which is electricity and so Shaz was the only one that was just not happy to be greeted by a cat anytime we went no. by it. everyone's like, come up oh you of know. course her fear of cats yes and and for a some Jewish reason, female cat cats love Shaz they just know <laughs> she hates cats and so she every cat that you know was in the street it come up to Shaz this is the problem <laughs> right because I would be with Erin Erin feeds them Erin feeds the stray cats. So then I'm with Erin and I'm guilty by association. They think I've got something in my back pocket to offer them and I don't. So Erin would go off to training. I would hang back with the cats. in the apartment and I would hear them at the door meow, coming what? up to the apartment door I, and I'd literally say, she's not here. She's not here. Go to the next <laughs> door. You just lock yourself in the apartment. Well, I was waiting for Erin to some, – a couple of times yeah. I came to training, didn't I? And a couple yeah. of times it was really early in the morning. I said, you go. I'm <laughs> going to sleep. They were at the door like yeah. meow, trying to get in and I'm shouting at them going, go away. She's not here. But the Mother Teresa of cats is not here. Yeah, but mm. um, we also took a trip, Shaz and I, out um, to the Dead Sea, all right, which oh, is exciting. the most incredible place on the planet. It is um, basically a sea and it's so full, so much salt in there that you, you basically you can't sink, mm. so you, mm. you float. Um, and it also had these mud um, pools around uh, this Dead Sea, which were full of beautiful organic mud that you'd actually go in there. You'd, and cats. You'd just, yeah, no, actually, <laughs> no cats at the Dead Sea. They weren't. Well, I was having a great time. <laughs> and poor Shazbra. So she's hopped into the uh, to a mud bath and she's lathered herself up um, head to toe in this beautiful mud because it you know makes your skin soft when then you go and line the Dead Sea. But Shaz also took a handful of rocks and was uh, exfoliating her whole what? body. Which just yeah. random rocks? Were they well, special? She, she, were they in no, the mud? She, no. Well, I think she took um, the mud off the um, side oh. and not off the bottom, so there was oh. a bit. It was a bit rocky. Anyway, Rookie she exfoliated, Ooh, exfoliated yeah. her body and then got right? into salt. <laughs> and got into salt was like. <laughs> Oh my god! You loser! Oh, oh, and I was red, man. I was like a strawberry oh, when I got out. So red, you were burning. Bad and it was me and a bunch of five basketball women who were tall. How tall was that one blonde? Yes. Oh yeah, she was uh, about six Kelly seven. Schumacher, That's six, it. Seven, Did yeah. they have to pull you out Can of I the just... mud at times? <laughs> like, where's Chanel? Where's Chanel? And she's like under the mud. I had a constant <laughs> neck. Oh, hang on. This Something nipping at my my ankle, guys. You just uh, saw it's a Chanel. ponytail. You just saw a ponytail hanging out of the mud, and we just like lifted her up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how I imagine it, like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Oh, <laughs> it was. And then we went to the old city, and we got a yeah. flat tire, and we were stuck on the Israeli highway with a oh. flat tire, and. Erin had to change the tyre because I was useless of to course. shit. <laughs> and I just I stood there with a high-vis vest on that went past my knees, waving traffic. <laughs> she That's was. good she had one. That's great. Oh, it was actually yeah. dangerous. It's you very dangerous. saved my life. 
because those cars were really close to us and it wasn't for you just going, um, keep right, keep right, keep right. Oh, she <laughs> would, would have been, been good at that. Over. I was. I was <laughs> bossing everyone around but they were people were driving past us saying, your tire's flat and we're waving. I know. Thinking they're yeah, being friendly. Hi. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're still going. Yeah. yeah. Shalom. <laughs> like the shalom. Like waving. No, you go, oh, shit, the tire. Okay, pull over. We've got a yeah. bit of a pickle here. And then there's uh, these other guys in the Holy City trying to get in our car to show us directions. I get in Getting your car. In? Why did they, why'd they have to be oh, in yeah. the car? Because we look lost and that was clearly. And then we were invited <laughs> we were down lost. to the basement area. We're like, oh, what? my God. No. You, no. Yeah. What's wrong with you two. What a terrible combination <laughs> on holiday. I'm never going away with either of you. No, this sounds no, I'm amazed don't. that you came out alive. <laughs> oh hell anyway, we survived. Good times. <laughs> good, to- good times. Resilience building trips. <laughs> and that's why she's such a good captain today because she's lived lived a life to tell the we tale. Survived. Risk taker. Oh well. we, yeah. Both of you. I feel like you needed to have like a whiskey with when you were just chatting then, just to like reminisce. <laughs> oh, I remember the time. Was I not meant to be? Okay. <laughs> yeah, put that mug away. What is in that mug? Trainings later. Oh, don't worry about that. Good. All right. So anyway, back to the football. Chanel's face looks kind of worried. Don't worry. These are not questions you will probably you've probably had before. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think it's no. It to be fair to you, I think it's ones that a lot of women would want want to to know. know. Yes, this is what I'm going. This is where I'm coming from. Yes, that perspective. Mm-hmm. Do you put makeup on before you go on the field for a game? Um, I do. I have been wearing um, mascara since I was playing basketball and that was actually because um, Lauren Jackson used to wear mascara and eyeliner mm. and I'd asked her, I was like, oh, why yeah. are you wearing mascara and eyeliner? And she's like, well, when you go to work, do you put makeup on? And I go, yeah. And she goes, well, this is my job. And so yes. I was like, oh, that's. I was like, that's cool. So then I started wearing um, mascara for games, yeah. which, yeah, I like. Do you, I, like I think my, I would do like that too. It's like my reset mode. I feel like you I'd know? wear it. Yeah. Mm. But you'd have to be waterproof, right, because if you got sweaty, oh, yes. yeah, yep. you'd look like yep. you've just been smacked in the face by the end of the game. And then, and then taking it off is like impossible. So then the next day I wake up with panda eyes and everyone thinks <laughs> that I had two black eyes from the and game. And you're limping. And I'm like, no. <laughs> so you look like you've had a really mascara. hard right? <laughs> Yeah. The adrenaline she saw and she's got panderized. You've had a real hard yeah. night, love. Oh, maybe Erin yeah, should actually thing. invest in, you know, the like the lash dying lift thing. So it's like a permanent. I feel like you've done yeah. that, haven't you? No, you did your Wait, eyebrows. What? You know, yeah. lash lift. Lash lift and, and tint. The, and tint. That's what I'm kind of saying. Oh, I've had my lashes tinted. Yes. But they yeah. last like a Not long. two weeks. No. I had that done. Same. I was severely disappointed. Because <laughs> they went, yeah. it didn't look that different. <laughs> yeah. I went, <laughs> Yeah, went back to mascara. Had flaccid lip yep. by the, you know, the <laughs> third week. It was flaccid as. People are like, what's wrong with your face? Nothing. I've, I've got one. What do, you, what do you do when you've got your period and it's a big game? Oh. Oh. You just... Well, the bigger, bigger the game, bigger the tampon, clearly. So <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> So you've got a big soup um, like for the grand yeah. final, you've got a big You know what? It's a it's a great question and it's something that is an issue when you definitely when you wear white shorts, right? Because it's yes. like there's no hiding it then if there's a as a an accident. Yeah. Um so yeah, you can um uh, like it's kind of one of those things where it's just kind of fingers crossed. Um, oh, wow. And but yeah, like you obviously have to uh, change at half time. Make sure, or maybe I've even known girls that had to run off at quarter time. Yeah. Um, which which we actually, when in football, we only go back into the change rooms at half time. So quarter times we stay on the oval and and between three quarter time. But girls have had to actually go off. Um, yeah, mm. at those quarter breaks just to, to change because, you know, heavy you know what, flow, though? otherwise it's going to show up. Well, this is it. And I only know from just I feel a bit tired certain times of the month, yeah. you know, if you're a bit heavier one day or whatever. Yeah. Bit. And if that happens to be the day that you've got a big game and you're feeling a bit sluggish, uh, what about the cramps? Or, or the cramps. Some women get really bad, terrible mm. cramps. And you've got to run and play in that because, and the yep. pressure because you don't want to lose your spot in the team. You don't want to let yep. your teammates down. You don't want to let yourself yep. down. Yeah, It can mm. be a really big thing that um, women are faced with. And 
suppose women that play high level basketball, softball, you know, you name it, all these mm. other sports that um, have had women playing in it for a lot longer mm. than eight Aussie rules mm. would say the same thing. I'd be, they'd be like, mm. yep, you're in the, at the Olympics and your big race to run happens to be when you're on your heavy day of flow. Yeah. I know. I know. Thing. And you know what? A lot of athletes actually go and, and have like, contraceptives so that yeah. they don't get it just for those reasons. Yeah. You can't just time, you know, your gold medal game or your yeah. grand final or your biggest event or whatever. So yeah, you'd have to. a lot of girls have, you know, gone to that point where they're just like, look, I, I can't deal with the cramps. It's detrimental to performance. And so they will, you know, they will do things that, you know, stop it. I yeah. have. I mean, it's mm. something that I I was really um, having a lot of issues with. And so I had to, I was like, no, I've got to stop this because I just can't, you know, on day no. day two was just like my flattest. And I didn't have, lucky I didn't have many cramps, but I was so tired mm. on day two. Like I was just flat as. So there was only so many Red Bulls that I could drink to try to get me <laughs> yeah. like, to, to perk up. Totally. It was just yeah. not working. Yeah. Mm. Oh, lady. Perks of being I, a lady, hey? Perhaps we need yeah. to invent some sort of like, you know how they have the period undies, but like some sporty style period undies. Hearing that, Bonds? Yeah. Talking to you. Yeah. Okay. Sporty period undies. Sporty period undies. Like, like a giant padded. That you can wear with white shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just the nappies. You can get it in footy, footy <laughs> colours. We throw back to an episode we did recently and we were saying, we did a period episode we had some listeners write in about some of the um, when they've had like a really bad story and this um, of something going wrong with their period. And this one girl wrote in, bless her, said that she worked a rural job in Victoria somewhere and she was out on like a paddock somewhere and she had to had to knock on the old lady's door, the farmer's wife, and she was well past her menstruation days so she handed her an incontinence nappy so she strapped on the nappy, pulled the khaki pants back up and got her job. <laughs> so she was waddling around. <laughs> I would be happy to have that nappy. I'm like, and you know you hear it? Better than nothing. Oh, no. Oh, no. So she had a nappy on. So, you know, when you just said, that then about the the pants i'm thinking how thick do they have to be oh gosh massively thick. you had these bubble bums running around it would hold you back wouldn't it yeah i think it would (laughs) slightly but if you've all landing you've all got landing yes you've got the disadvantage altogether if you want to wear them it was like mandatory Period yeah, or no if period. you're in the scuffle, you might get like someone's yeah. nappy bum in your face. <laughs> but not be soft. <laughs> it would be soft. Sorry. Does Doc. that happen? Do you have do you sometimes get your head in someone's bum? <laughs> Look, to I'm, be honest, it hasn't happened to me. I haven't copped a bum in my face on the footy field, but I know people that have, absolutely. Sat down, like sat on their head and stuff like that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> look. Any which way, it's not pleasant. No, party the other week, put my <laughs> my face in someone's bum. I was doing a dance-off with this guy and I was very drunk and I did some squat-down move but then, and he was standing up. Is this so after, opposite after each too other. much cask wine? No, no. Oh, yeah. And I, we were standing up and so I did this whole Britney squat but my squat kept going down to the ground. <laughs> I went to my knees and I fell into his cr- bum because he was yeah. not facing me. So I fell in, my nose went straight into his crack. Oh. Bang. Wow. And I didn't know him very well. Wow. <laughs> Even and better. it was embarrassing. And there was a whole lot of people around us watching, like clapping us on, like, woo. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So you don't need people to be on a footy field, okay, to do that. It can happen anywhere, anytime. Just a warning. <laughs> and it's happened to Tamara, among other yeah. things. So I've always thought about being a football player. <laughs> <laughs> No, I did for five minutes, oh, and I'll tell you why. No, bring, bring you down. No, <laughs> no, that's not. It's, no, I didn't mean to laugh in your face. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying to Chanel. Not very supportive. Previously, right? So, if I, for example, okay, I'll set it up. Mm-hmm. If I go and see a movie uh, like I Tonya, which is about ice skating, <laughs> right? I throughout that movie, I'm sitting there going, "Why didn't I become like an Olympic ice skater?" Like I sit there, mm. I re feel like I should have started yeah. younger. Ice skating. She did the same when she watched Rocky. She wanted to be a boxer. I get very inspired by these films and then 10 minutes later get very jealous that I'm not a famous Olympic skater or whatever. And then I'm like over it within half an hour. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that, you know. But I did have that feeling with football when the women's football started. I was like, could I do that? (laughs) Yeah. But am I too old? Like I was like, 
could I actually? And then I actually went through this whole motions in my head of manifesting like, yeah, what would I be like? What would I do? That sounds cool. Yeah. But then no, because it sounds like a lot of work. No. Well, first of all, like there is so many now females playing football. It's incredible. And we're lucky now in this, in South Australia, to have so many competitions. Mm. Obviously there's local league, there's, um, right. There's club level, obviously AFLW. So like I know so many women that didn't want to like never got the opportunity to play football. Yeah. Maybe got a little bit past their prime and thought, you know what, stuff it. I still want to go and have a kick and have joined um, clubs around here and still play. There's women in their forties playing and they absolutely love it. And because obviously in footy as well, there's different positions that you can also play if you're not one to want to get right in the middle of it and get you know Some, get someone to warm the bench ass if you want your head in someone's <laughs> ass. but you know like a, a lot of um a lot of women play as well obviously they love the game but there's a social aspect of football that's really amazing and there's nothing like playing a game of footy and then heading to your club rooms after and sharing a beer and or you know, having a meal at your at your local club with your teammates and and yeah. you know enjoying each other's company and, and feeling feel like a bigger purpose. Yeah. You know, yeah. as human beings, we need that. But as women, especially, I don't know. There is yeah. some some real deep yearning for connections. Yeah, with other women. And yep. I feel like sport is a really great thing that brings that out. It's, it's the camaraderie you're working towards something. Just on the weekend I was at the, mm. did all the cheer and the dance emceeing, mm. and they're the same. And that's 98% women that are there. Mm. And of all ages, of all different body types, there'd be women in their 50s that were doing that. Mm. Doing the dance yep. competition. Yeah. And kids that are four. Like that's how broad the age range is but they would have been I never I always wanted to dance I never got my chance because I was Mm. told I had to go into the family business or I had kids too young and I thought well my body's flunked now yeah all those kind of things flunked I like that word flunked did you make that Mm. up I did and then they get this opportunity and they're enrolling themselves and Mm. they come alive because they're not mm. trying to be the next Itonia version of ice skate. Okay, mm. It is true, though. I know yes. what you mean. But they're yeah. getting this this group of working together where they're working mm. towards something, and it's great. So the really question good. is, Erin, mm. am I too old to do professional football if I really wanted to start? <laughs> she doesn't want to start. Or how, how, old, how old are you? I am 41 years old. Ooh. Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, also, I don't know anything about football. Wait. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I want Erin Chanel, do not in- influence the um, answer. Let me just tell you something, all right? Lauren Jackson is 41, okay? She's making a comeback as a professional oh. basketball player. She's playing in the world championships. Um, I would have, if you asked me five years ago, I would have said absolutely not. She's Her body's done. Her knees are just horrible. Like, you know, she's, yeah, there's no way she'd be able to um, mm. run up and down a hardwood floor. And now she's playing for Australia in the next World uh, Cup that's here in Australia next month. And she's wow. a mum. Anything is possible. Isn't she? Anything <sighs> is possible. Okay, yes. Thanks, Aaron. So, Thank Tamara, you. let's go, girl. You can yeah. do it. Come yeah, on. Yeah, right. I'll sign up for the the Oz kick with the kids <laughs> next Sunday. You I'm can't there. do that. You're too old for Oz kick. But <laughs> this is the problem. <laughs> I can't <laughs> even get into Oz kick. <laughs> it's kind oh, of illegal. You're too old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Illegal. Illegal. You, you, look, you look like a kind of raging lunatic there. There's yeah. a lot of questions if you're playing with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that would be a worry. I agree. Anyway, mm. okay, it's fine. I'll just put that dream to bed. It's okay. <laughs> I'll just kick with my my kids in the backyard maybe. No funnies. I've You and I talk very openly about a lot of different things, but this is one thing I don't know about you because I don't think we've ever gone there. What are some of the biggest things that – women are facing currently in football? Good question. Um, I, I would have to say the the difficulty is the balance between, uh, and, and I'm talking purely just AFLW here. Yes, that's um, what I'm asking. My teammates, balancing having full-time jobs, having full-time study, uh, and also trying to fit the demands of and meet the demands of what it takes to be an AFLW player. It's a constant battle for their, I suppose, their mental health um, because there's a lot of anxiety in trying to want, they want to be as best as they can be, obviously, on the football field. And then they've got their work, which pays them 
uh, year round to, to obviously live, live. and, and um, do all the other things that they want to do. And, and AFLW is still, whilst we've had a 93% um, pay increase from last season, I think it was 93%, which is fantastic. I still mm. think you, you still can't live off of just that wage. I suppose battle to be able to manage how to be a, the best AFLW player they can and how to manage their full-time study, their, their full-time work, um, they get to an end of a, a long day at work, you know, nine to five or, you know, they have to finish work a bit earlier to get to training. And, and you know what it's like when you're, you've worked a full day and it's mm. just you get home and you're like, oh, my God, I'm exhausted. Well, these girls have to go straight into a next to, you know, two, three-hour training session where it's full on. Like there's no there's no lapses in how we train because, you know, that's wow. how, you, how you get better as an athlete. So. It's obviously really challenging. And also the body clock as well. Like, I mean, men and women are so different anyway, but it's comparing apples with pears when you say AFLW or the boys because Mm. they just, they don't have to worry about the things that we do. We just say periods, one thing. The body clock ticking, the fact that Mm. the women have to do full-time jobs as well as their career. Yeah. Because their heart's in the game, but also... Mm. They're nurses or social workers or, you know, yep. all these sort, sort of true? things. Mm. Some of them. Yeah. All yep. right. No, we have, um, oh. we have players that have been in the police force, uh, yep. in, the, uh, in the army. We've got physios. Well, we've got girls that are still finishing off their year 12 that are still right in the middle of, of school oh, and kidding. about to start exams. Yeah. Is that and the obviously same you're really... for the blokes as well? I never knew this. Yeah, mm. but, like, I think um, for them, their kind of calendar year finishes different so like they'll get drafted towards the end of the year and they don't they won't start with their professional team that they get drafted to till January so like they would have like they'll get drafted as year 12 and they'll have time to finish off their schooling and then they'll oh. move into state typically so mm. so um, AFLW is kicking off soon whereas the guys yeah. have finished some of them yeah and this yeah. is exam time actually it's a it's a big discussion with the AFL um, PA and AFL of, of whether now this draft year for for women does go up so that, you know, maybe it's when they are done studying year 12 because, you know, I'm a mum. My priority for my kids is they will complete year 12 to the best of their ability yeah. no matter mm. what. And mm. I will, you know, make sure that and Tracy will make sure that that is protected and focused on. Yes. Um, even if there is sport involved, they might have to sit out because, you know, being an athlete has has a limit. Has a unfortunately has a, a clock, and usually that's for some. Um, if they're lucky to play in their mid thirties, that's great. But a lot of um, AFL uh, athletes, if you look at the men's, it's not a very um, long lifespan. And so, mm. a lot of these guys that go into the system in AFL, they are faced with, okay, well, what's next? I didn't really yeah. put much into my study, or I never learned to trade. I really don't have any skill sets other than being a footballer. And obviously that's a massive um, issue with the men's of, of how do we get these athletes to to live in the in the real world yeah. without, you know, knowing anything other than being um, yeah. uh, being football players. And it's similar to now with, with this is the big um, issue with the uh, women's competition is, you know, there's some girls that are putting their studies on hold or they're, they're working yeah. part-time or they're doing things so that they're prioritising being a footballer, which is, which is great because for the game – it only helps the game grow and the skill level develop and, and it's it's great for the game. But for the person, it's, it's really difficult. The biggest challenge, obviously, is is to find that perfect balance of how they go from being AFLW players when they retire, when they finish, to still having those skill sets to be able to go and, and go into the workforce whilst it's not a full-time professional league. Just going to say, Rhonda and Raylene, love you. Oh, we remember watching your father back in the day. Well, that's great, Erin. I was upset when you were playing for the Crows. I thought, oh, she's left Port Adelaide, but you're back, love. I have to say, I prefer the cricket, so I don't know. I don't care. You don't, why do you, what cricket? What a boring thing. You're boring. Yeah, you know what I love about um, Rhonda and Raylene Watch that. is that um, every time I hang out with your friends, you guys, is that they make comment of my dad's 
tight white shorts when he played for Port Magpies or the tighter shorts of all the players. So did you oh, like he had that? A lov- he um, had a lovely tushy back in the day, <laughs> tell you. Oh, God, wouldn't mind getting my nose in there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Rhonda. Oh, you dirty old oh, son. Come on. Look, we're embarrassing the poor thing. Look oh. at her. But he was, I, you know, in, she's a captain. You should be, respect. You shouldn't respect. be embarrassed because back, we're older women. We can find that attractive, you know. Right. Oh, a bit of piss off. Yeah, go, wait, yeah. wait, wait. <laughs> a couple of disgusting old birds. One thing, I know this about you and I would like our listeners to know this. You do a sensational impersonation of Herbert the Pervert. Oh, the family no. guy. Yes, do it. Is that, a, is that legal to be able to do that? Oh, probably podcast? not on commercial radio. When on we ours, chat yes. It. We can on talk ours, about yes. So Herbert the Pervert is a disgusting old man character in Family Guy and Erin mm. takes him off brilliantly. <laughs> Go on. <clears throat> I'm just trying to be out here watching the paper boy go by. It's gonna go by in a minute now. Delivering me the daily news. One more. You know, I didn't. I couldn't remember yeah. who that was until you did yeah. it. And then I got like, afraid. Oh, oh, he's a disgusting yes. old man. But yeah. yeah, would you like to come in? I got some ice cream in the back freezer. If you'd like to try some of my creamy ice cream. Oh my god, it's so creepy. <laughs> Erin's face, for those of you who obviously can't see it, the face is super creepy. She goes into some little weird character zone. Oh, I have loved that for you. And the whistle, it's the whistle. The whistle is top notch. <laughs> Can we please end on that? Because I reckon that is, that is brilliant. I don't even want to ask any more questions. That needs to be the end. Well, there you go, um, talents. Have you got him out before? <laughs> oh, is that the time. first time? Um, we have prank called people before plenty of times, Herbert and I. Um, <laughs> we just like to get the daily news. <laughs> Thank you, Erin, for coming on Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. It's hilarious and very informative. I feel like I know heaps more about football and I'm, I might come and see a game one day. Oh, she's, yeah. she's a rat That would bag. be great. No, thank you so much <laughs> for having me, guys. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Get out of town. See you later, love. (laughs) Bye. Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare is produced by Soundball Productions and hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. We would love to hear from you, so please email us on motherhoodabeautifulnightmare at gmail.com or just for kicks, check out our website at motherhoodabeautifulnightmare.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode of Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare and can find two minutes in between managing those little nutters, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Hey, word on the street is it helps people find us. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.